What up, though? And welcome back to I'm Growing Man, Shman Giant D. Out here just deciding to share some of my thoughts. If you hadn't heard any of them prior to this video, you're lucky because I want to tell you the intentions I have. I want to become the most recognized communicator ever through intentional work. Like I'm just literally working on communication every day. I want to become so cold at communication that I can't ever be misunderstood. Like you already know my intention before I open my mouth because my reputation has already spoken for itself. Like I only want to help. And I am trying to make sure that my body language is received in a way where, man, he really wants to help people. Like I don't want anybody to take anything I'm saying other than the way it's supposed to be received. So I just want you to know I'm working on communication so that I can help students understand how important they are. Even as parents, sometimes we don't have the words to say you're the most important person in the world to our own kids. And I know that because I talk to a lot of parents and some parents don't even believe that they're important. And I want to be able to put words together to tell parents how important they really are. Because if you don't believe you're that important, why is your kid supposed to believe that they're that important? So my job is trying to figure out how I could put words together to help students understand how important they are. In the area that I live in, I believe in 10 to 15 years, there's going to be a population of students that received the message that I was trying to give them to show them how important they were. And they're going to be cold out here. I'm telling you, like they're going to believe that they're successful through their effort. I think a lot of times people feel like they understand the formula, but they don't understand how much effort it takes to get whatever they think that they deserve. So that's the reason why I feel like my intent to help students understand how important they are. I'm going to tell them, look, there's a regimen that you have to do for the rest of your life. If you want to get to whatever you think you want life to look like, you have to say, okay, just like you're brushing your teeth. You want your teeth to last, right? Well, you want to continuously get better. That's all you're doing. Continuously finding ways to get better in a specific area where you are so cold, where you can tell people how much you want versus them telling you how much they're going to give you. That's what I'm trying to show in the videos that I've been working on because I believe that there's there's a certain process that our parents weren't given the instructions to because they were trying to figure it out. But if you're going to be walking around this world with resources or no resources, you only have to believe in yourself. You believe in yourself and your life can completely change. You just got to work on it every single day. And once you realize how long it takes, you'll start adding other things inside of your tool belt so that you could become cold out here. I've been listening to these books, like, and I know people be like, oh, it's one of those guys. Yes, yeah, one of those guys. But it's all gonna make sense because at the end of the day, if you evaluated the amount of time like that you waste in a day. Just imagine if you use that time that you were wasting and you did it towards something that you actually had interest in. You would become cold in that area if you did it every day. But for some reason, people say they need a break from things 
Why? Why are you so tired? Because you're tired doing things you don't want to do. That would be tiring. So, being that I'm an educator, I have accepted the responsibility of trying to become so cold. I mean, so cold at it. Where students are going to want to go to college to become teachers because they're going to realize the key to helping students understand information is effective communication. Can you imagine kids going to college? They say, you know what? I want to be a teacher because I know how to help the students now. That'd be out cold. Like, teachers will become the ultimate rock stars because people would focus on how to increase the odds of students not having the best background at home to be able to catch a message where they could go home and possibly mature enough to be able to impact their household instantly. Like sometimes we have to use what we got. And if you don't know what you have, you don't think you have a lot. So I want to continue to work on communication so that people receive the message. My message is, I just want you to work on yourself so you can see how important you are. Because if you know how important you are, you would stop doing certain things would watch what you put in your body like literally i'm telling you when i started watching what i put in my body my life changed and i smile all the time people always say they love my energy and you know i love my energy too because it makes me feel good that you know i could possibly change somebody's moment that quick because i learned that the product is always better when you're happy can you imagine not being happy and you're supposed to create a product? You're not even going to care about what you're making. But if you're happy, but you got to believe that you deserve to be happy all the time. You know, I'm not saying that. No, I am saying I'm happy all the time. The only times I'm not happy is when uh, I've gotten distracted by poor performance on my behalf. Like, for example, me raising my voice. I shouldn't ever have to raise my voice. You know what I'm saying? Unless I'm trying to be firm and I'm talking to like a group of people, but I shouldn't have to raise my voice. And that bothers me because I know where I'm supposed to be going and I'm still practicing these bad behaviors because at some point I am going to be able to chop it up with students and adults and everybody will feel like, I don't know, like a community. I feel like there's so much protocol in how you speak to people and Nobody wants to disrespect anybody, but if you don't know the rules, somebody's going to feel disrespected. So I feel like if we could work on how we deliver our language, I think people will find ways to find a common understanding when we speak into each other. Because I've lived in several places and nobody wants to be disrespected. Nobody. I don't know anybody that's like, now I do know that there are people that want to be disrespectful like because they've, they have a chip on their shoulder. They're irritated. They're mad. Nowhere near happy. There's bad things that's happened to them and unfortunately they've decided it's easier for them to just be mad because they've had so much disappointment in life that, you know, they're just going to be mad. Just being able to help students find peace and how to communicate with each other. I think life will be so much easier than what a lot of people's living. And hopefully one day we'll be able to see some students change for, I don't want to say for the better, 
because I believe every generation is getting better. It's just about exposure and the information that they get and how they're going to be able to use it. So my intent is to help students become more aware of the environment they're in so that they can be successful. That's, that's the whole intent. If I can say, hey, look, I'm going to teach you how to learn this math. This math is going to go like this. You learn this part right here. This is going to open up a part of your brain that's going to try to help you figure out this portion. But if you don't figure out this, we can never unlock this. Does that make sense? I don't think that makes sense. Okay, so this is what I'm telling the students. I want them to hear me thinking out loud because at the end of the day, I want them to be successful. So I'm trying to figure out how I can brainstorm with the students and say, tell me what you don't know. So I can try to explain it. So you can be like, oh, I didn't look at it that way. Thank you. Because that's at the end of the day. I think that's what every teacher wants, right? So that's what I want. I'm just trying to figure out what can I do to get better as a communicator where the students understand that Mr. Lewis is doing everything he can for everybody to win. And the only way we can do that is if everybody accepts their responsibility and like trying to learn. You know, you're going to have you know some bad days. I get it. But even when you're having your bad days, you can handle it in the best way possible. I think a lot of times we don't know how to help students understand, okay, we know you're having a bad day, but the way you're handling it is a little immature. So if we can help students understand at that point, like, okay, we can't do it this way. All right. There's a different way we got to handle this because it looked like you got something's wrong with you. And I feel like if we can help students, let them know, like, because, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're seeking attention because they're lacking it. They're not getting it. And we know those students. Heck, I was one of those students. You know, I, I used to I'm just repeating things that I heard growing up, like a lot of the things with the ADD, ADHD and all that. But, you know, I didn't get on medication. I don't think that I think it was like right before I think I was just old enough for me not to be. I was too poor to afford it. You know, so my father made enough to not qualify for any assistance. So I just had to, like, I guess, outgrow it. And I think that's kind of what it is. I just kind of matured over time. But I know that even through my adulthood, just because it looked like I could control it, it was like I was just still off in my own world. I couldn't focus. And I realized that that was preventing me from, I guess, maturing in so many different ways because I could not focus. And I wasn't going to the doctor or anything because I didn't know that that was a thing for real. But when I realized my, this is when I determined what was going on. I changed my diet. And then it was easier to focus. It's like, wow, delicious foods will have you distracted and you'll end up eating a whole nother person before you even realize that you got a problem. But nobody won't say anything because everybody's doing it. So just be careful out there. Get back to this communication. That's the whole point. I want to help students understand how important they are so they can be effective. So if there's an area that they don't understand, they're able to articulate it in a way for an adult from any background and see, okay, this is what they don't understand. Because I think adults aren't as mature as our age at times. And we are often offended by students who who come from a different background and they don't say things in a way that you think a student should speak. And then we're caught off guard by the behavior. And it's like, what do we do? So I think I'm blessed again. Uh, like I said in the previous, that I've had so much experience where it's, caused me to understand 
different parts of communication. Like this works here, this doesn't work here. And I'm using all English, right? It's, it's, it's crazy because working on languages, Hangul, Deutsch, Espanol, and El Arabia, I can see some of the, the patterns, but just talking to people, you can see the patterns also. You can see how tone is very important tone, delivery, you know, your cadence. And learning that, I feel like, is so instrumental when you're talking to people because it's different, but it's the same. Like, somebody knows when you're asking a question. Somebody knows when you're concerned. But there's a, a level of, I understand, the aggressiveness that people that come from a lower socioeconomic background in their voice, it sounds more aggressive than somebody who uh, does not come from a low socioeconomic background, if that makes sense. There's a different type of uh, urgency. Like, for example, aren't getting square meals every day. There's a different urgency in their cadence versus somebody who comes from uh, not even an affluent background, but a background where their parents work and they don't ever have to worry about food. It's just somebody says, hey, anybody want this lunch? And you be like, you're not thinking about it. Somebody was like, shoot, I'll take it. It's just the way that you view things because the food's not that serious to you. So that's another thing. Like if we can learn how to empathize when we hear that urgency, because a lot of times this is how you determine like the urgency. If students are using language that you deem is inappropriate for their age, you come from a different background. So there's going to be some type of empathy you're going to have if you're going to be successful with this population. And these kids don't want to lose, but I want you to know trust is a big factor. And, you know, people say, how do you, how do you build a relationship with somebody? You got to talk to them. You got to pre-plan. Even if you come up from the background, you know, if you're not listening to the same music, you're going to have to do something where they're going to ask you questions and they can learn who you are. Or you can just be intentional with what kind of questions you want them to ask so that you can show that your childhood was similar to theirs. But you understand as as an educator now, I can't teach you like the way that I was taught. I have to teach you so that you guys understand how important you are in this class. And that's what I want to do. I want to like, I want to be the teacher that changes somebody's life. And that's what I'm working on. So I'm working on it every single day. Communication is the key. But every day also, I've included math now. So math is going to be in my um, my rotation. Uh, and I'm not just talking about math problems. I'm talking about how to get students to talk about math, to start thinking math uh, when they hear certain type of questions so that they can understand the process, so they can figure out how to solve problems when when they're adults. I think that if we can teach students the process of how to be successful in math, overall, they will understand, like, you can be wrong and still be close and they can kind of guesstimate, you know, and not be completely off because I've seen students not understand how to count money in middle school because, you know, we're in different times. So 
like just being exposed to like, you know, he's like, you got to learn how to count money. But do they like we're getting away from a lot of the things that we used to have that were important. I had to teach students how to read a clock, analog clock, because they only know digital, you know. So it's like, is it is it that important? You know, uh, we practice cursive. I feel like at least you need to learn how to uh, sign your name, you know, because I believe you're that important, you know, so. As you move through life, important or not, you need to sign your name. So we went through that. But I'm just saying, like, I am trying to give these students everything that can help them impact their households now and help them carry through the teachers. Like, they're going to have some teachers that's not going to be as open-minded as I am. And if they know that that teacher still wants them to have this information that I'm giving them, they want to do the same thing. They just talk differently. So if our students can go in there with that mindset, I'm telling you, this area is going to look different soon. And I'm so excited for it because I truly believe that communication is the key in being a great teacher. You can teach anybody how to teach a subject. You know, over time, you can get better with that. But being an effective communicator is going to make you a better teacher, a better person, a better spouse, a better parent. Just imagine if you're an effective communicator and you talk to your kids, you can like automatically recognize if they're not telling the truth about something because you hear, you know, something a little quick. So you can just ask some questions and say, hey, is everything OK? Like, you know, but you have to be that aware. You got to be in the now to be able to recognize those things. And that's what I want to do. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm there. I'm saying that's my intent as I become a better educator. I want to become a better parent. I want to be able to put my kids in a situation where like they know as kids, like, you know what? Our parents want us to win. We should ask them no matter what it sounds like. And I believe we're getting close to that. You know, they haven't got into anything that we know of yet. But, you know, I just hope that they can trust us even when they do make mistakes. And becoming a great communicator, like I said, builds a relationship with you and your kids that you probably didn't have with your parents. And that's what I want. I want my students to see. Like, I talked to them. I was like, this is, I talk to my kids just like I talk to you guys. I'm like, I'm being open-minded. I say, hey, I'm sorry if I did something that you didn't like, but it wasn't on purpose. You know, I'm like learning how to tell you, hey, these are my boundaries. And sometimes students don't know what boundaries are. So I'm going to try to tell them like, hey, you crossed this boundary right here. My voice raises. That means you went too far. And I know you didn't do it on purpose. So please forgive me if I raise my voice, but I need you to recognize that with other adults too. So for me, it's just practice. We're going to learn. We're going to do this together. Like I'm for real, for real. Like this communication thing, these students are going to know, like no matter what field they go in, if they're excellent communicators, they're going to be the best in that field because being an excellent communicator, everybody can talk to an excellent communicator. Anybody. Like they, they feel comfortable. They feel safe. They feel heard. Feel They feel like they're a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So if we can get students practicing this at, at a younger age, I think that they'll be more successful for sure, because I think that's ultimately what it is. The better communicator you are, probably the further you are moving in life. Like there's probably no effective communicator that's not doing well in life.
if that's the case, it was like that was the trick for them. They wanted to see if they could not do well in life. But I just believe all effective communicators are probably doing pretty well or they're trying to find ways to do better. But I really do appreciate you guys uh, kicking it with me. Um, I'm just a father, husband, trying to become a better man through practice with intentional work and sharing it with whoever don't have the best guidance or supervision, like, you know, you, you think I'm saying something that could turn your life around, listen to this. You are that important. If you, if you become disciplined and you master your diet, you will have less problems than a lot of the, your people that you're growing up with today because they're making bad decisions. If you can make bad decisions about what you put in your body, it's going to be easier for you to make bad decisions that you can't see right now. Everybody don't understand the consequences of everything. So just be careful, but believe that you're that important. And I hope that this... This message is received with the intent of, I just want people to live a better quality of life. Y'all make today better than yesterday. Don't worry about anything you can't control. G-A-T-A. Get after that action or that action will get after you. Be great on purpose. Boom.